We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Esports Rewind Podcast. Hello. Oh, you changed your shirt. God damn yes, it. Yes, I did. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes ago, and I was like, oh, we're matching for the podcast. Okay. Yeah, all but right. I hate that shirt, though. I guess you're going to just keep on hinting at the merch line. It's yeah. not even there yet, uh-huh, and so uh-huh. I can't say we're matching anymore. Well, uh, you know, you don't want to have me be matching with you in that, like, trash Supreme shirt. But it's either garbage. way. It's I'm just... not going to wear that on camera. Who oh, do you think okay. I am? All right, yeah. <laughs> our, our merch line, Over Supreme, any yes. day. Which yes. is still coming soon, by the way. Um, uh-huh. But besides uh-huh. that, welcome back, guys. Esports Rewind Podcast number 19. Yeah, 19 episodes. We're almost we're this close to being legal to drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the 21st podcast, you better believe we're just going to just drink beers and uh, yeah, no, take we'll shots already, and We'll come in trashed already. <laughs> like the intro is going to be, and we'll go back not even understand it. But yeah, yeah uh, if you guys are somehow new or if you guys are coming back, what's up? How's it going? My name is Jake. This is Zan or Zane. You guys can call him whatever you want. And we recap esports and gaming news here in a podcast forum. We talk about our favorite topics, the craziest topics. And speaking of which, Zan, do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's roll with it. Uh, I'll take uh, n- the first story. <laughs> All right, Zan, I want to hit this right off the bat because uh, last week people listened in and we got uh, a few angry uh, comments because people oh, may don't realize. I already know what yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Optic fans are diehards, so I'm not going to blame them, but <laughs> uh, we pre-record our podcast. So mm. last week we talked about Hector apparently possibly staying with Immortals Gaming, going with that right. Call of Duty roster. If you guys don't know uh, by now, this is actually a pre-recorded podcast by about four days. And so obviously some huge news happened after we had recorded it and we didn't correct it because we don't we don't go back and correct. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm honestly shocked this doesn't happen more often. Yeah, and that's like, like the first time we've actually <laughs> yeah, had a story right, that's, right? that's changed. 
uh-huh. and people got mad about it. So luckily it only happens every now and again. <laughs> right, if, right. if you guys do see comments about that, maybe reply to them and say, hey, Jake and Zan don't don't record the same day. Jake and Zan are busy. Yeah, <laughs> we Jake honestly, and, this we gotta, is the only day we actually have time to record on. Yeah, so uh, for yeah. that we do apologize. Yeah, Either yeah. way, bouncing into the biggest story I have this week, that's going to be a video coming soon on its own. You already probably mm. know. Yeah, yeah. Hector Rodriguez, a.k.a. Hex, has now joined... NRG, I almost said Optic. He's actually left <laughs> Optic, his baby, which is now pretty yeah. much, I think for the most part, dead in the water. And uh, what I'm calling one of the biggest esports moves of all time, NRG is Sign Hex. Is he going to redesign their logo? That's my main <laughs> question. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's the first thing you got to get for. That's the only thing I thought. I saw him wearing that hoodie and was like, how would you do that? Why would you, like... Honestly, how did you join Globo Gym or uh, freaking A, man? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's fair. I think right, yeah. I don't know if there's many people out there mm. that would be like, come on, Zan. It's a pretty freaking sick rebrand logo. Like, like come really on. and truly like my guys, like any any graphic designer would look at that and be like furious. I will like actually angry <laughs> to be to be fair on their side for uh-huh. a tiny, tiny bit. Mm. The logo has grown on me a tiny bit. On the, on That's the Stockholm itself. syndrome. Okay, you're right. <laughs> They're keeping me captive. They're paying me to say this. Help, help. Um, but I think, of course, bigger news than that is yeah. the fact they've actually now signed Hector. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently signed the ex-Optic Gears of War team, the best Gears of War team um, right. in the world. They're right. now signing some Fortnite guys, apparently mm-hmm. going to go enter. Um, potentially, we're not really sure if they're going to um, enter other things. Call of Duty is going to mm-hmm. be one of them, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would hope so. If Hex is so, like, NRG is very much making yeah. moves. And I think it's going to be a video on its own that I talk about how big of a signing this truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, I think a, a giant news out there is the future of Optic is now. It's just it's it's done. And it's kind of just yeah. Weird. They might as well just throw it in the trash it's at a, this point. At this like, point, it's it's almost worse that we're yeah. dragging it out. Uh-huh. It's like yeah, uh-huh. we'll have an Optic COD team. No one you know is going to be there, mm-hmm. but we we bought the brand, so yeah. we're going to put the name on it, though. It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wants to cheer for Optic, we're still Optic, yeah, which yeah. we're not. Uh-huh. And so, uh-huh. I guess closing points, uh, I'll, I'll bounce a question off of you. With this now, and all rumors point to maybe a couple Optic guys for the COD team, right, maybe right. go to LA and mm-hmm. fill out that LA Optic roster, or mm-hmm. like less than half of it. Hector's gone. Do you, as immortals, do you choose now to just ditch the optic name and and call your COD team LA Immortals or whatever they want to do for COD, or do you somehow try and get a dollar out of this optic brand, which you definitely paid a bit for? I think they probably have to at this point, right? Because they didn't. It wasn't that long ago that they acquired Optic. It really wasn't, and they the brand has been tanked like to heck and back. Mm Obviously, they've got to try to recoup their money somehow. I don't think anybody else will buy Optic at this point. Yeah. So they've got to try and do something with it. Yeah, I think it's it's a weird one because I think mm. you will have those die die hard fans that will mm. always cheer for the name, and this will be the last ever team in esports uh, of any esport out there to actually maintain the name. Mm-hmm. I I honestly, if you guys can say it, we'll, maybe we'll reference back to this in the future. You heard it here first. I don't necessarily think Optic is fully dead if it comes to the fact that Hector ever wants to go to his own thing Mm. and the Optic name is so dead that they have to sell it for whatever six-figure, seven-figure price. Right, right. It could always happen. It's not going to be for a while now. It could definitely have a resurgence. I agree. I agree with you on that. So uh, we'll Mm. see where it goes. Hector's now with NRG. We do apologize. Pre-recorded podcast. All right. So this is an interesting story because it's kind of – it's really great for the esports industry – but at the same time, it sketches me out like so much. Okay, all right, right. Good right. start, good start. Yeah, real optimistic. Coming in, coming <laughs> in strong, right? really good, but I'm also freaking worried. All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So 
this company called Play Versus. Have you heard of them? Mm, I I don't think so. Yeah, so they uh they've started a high school league for esports competitions. Okay. At the state level, so they're gonna they're doing this thing where basically uh, in a state, let's say Nevada, just as an example. <laughs> You get a bunch of bunch of schools in the district, like a bunch of high schools. Everybody signs up online, and their system makes it so that schools can compete against each other organically, super easily. Pardon me, and all that jazz. Sounds big, pretty freaking yeah, cool. Yeah, big news is because I mean we've heard of like several different organizations like this trying to start like tournament yes. systems and yep. all that. This is the first one that's actually backed by the National Federation of State High School Association. Which is essentially an NCAA of high school. Okay, I was going to say, who yeah. is that? I've yeah. never heard of them. Yeah, but yeah. are they pretty big? They're pretty yeah, well known they, they across are the high school regions. They're, I don't. I don't think people know the organization very well. But like I said, they're essentially the NCAA. Okay. Are, this is the organization that runs all the uh, high school football, soccer. They do actual like high school sports, right? Okay, actual events. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean that in a yeah. weird. Uh, well, you guys know what I mean. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, actually, I, already established uh-huh. events. I think it's fair to say that like. The the American high school sports system is very much more of a thing than any esports thing we've got going in America right now. Okay, that's yeah. a weird statement. Well, yeah, let's just I, continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I get yeah. At current, at current, it the infrastructure is there. You know, it's right, yeah, okay. that's that's a house. They know thing. they know what they're gonna do yeah. for the next fifty years. Yeah, right. Like, like basketball parents, and football. Soccer. Parents look at schools and they think, what kind of football team do they have? Yeah, yeah. yeah they that, don't. There yeah. we go. They yeah. have uh-huh. they have the structure uh-huh. for future. Like they can look down the line, and say two decades, we'll still be playing football, basketball, mm-hmm. soccer. Mm-hmm. Maybe not football because you know. We're getting off topic. Anyway, so high school esports. Want to talk about football some more? We can do like, <laughs> that's the one with the the bat thing. Yeah, what? It, like my kids. Anyway, Zan, dunks, right? keeping us on freaking pace here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're throwing out some really interesting statistics, right? I this came on my radar a couple of days ago when they just hit um got an additional fifty million dollars in funding. They had already raised the money before that. Um, now fifty million. Fifty million. Holy They're now crap. at ninety six million. Oh in my total. gosh! Okay. Right, right, and they only support League of Legends, Rocket League, and Smite for the moment. But League of Re- Legends, Rocket League, and Smite. Yeah, which is an interesting <laughs> trio. That's yeah, a list, right? Right. One of those might be a dead game. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna, not you gonna say which one. <laughs> which one? <it> is. <laughs> Um, like, what's that money going towards, though? If you have fifty at first and now ninety six million dollars, is that see, just for like? Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Because you're not paying out prize pools, right? I don't know, and that's what sketches me out. Because they are being so, they're holding so much of their information like so tight to their chest. Yeah. Right. Like, for example, they say part of the reason they only support three games at the moment is they have partnerships with the publisher, so they can actually get statistics from the games and plug them into their system. Right. Okay. But they don't say what that statistics are. They don't. They don't say, "Oh, we're taking like your KD ratio, or hey, we're taking your scores from Rocket League, or anything like that." They're just like statistics. Interesting. Yeah. And they did choose some, some safe, like the safer games, right? Yeah, they're not definitely. choosing Call of Duty, CS:GO, the, the gory ones. So definitely. that makes sense to the most part. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what they are tracking, though. There's a lot of interest in this already, though. There's 13,000 schools already on the waiting list to have a varsity team. Okay. W- what happened to the whole thing? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. dude, it was two months, three yeah. months ago yeah. that people were reporting that, oh, my high school esports uh, mm-hmm. has shut down because mm-hmm. of violence. And now we're know. just all of a sudden flipping the script like, oh, know. dude, By this comparison, could be the future. I looked it up. There are 14,048 schools in the United States that have a football team. 
And so now we already That's got 13,000 that 13,000 that are interested in esports. We're coming for you, football. Yo, I told you you weren't going to be here out. in 50 years. Wash out. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> uh-huh. Imagine. We're going to be wearing pads pretty soon. <laughs> Brawling 5v5s in the uh-huh. hallways. Uh-huh. No, it's going to be people are going to walk through. They're going to whip out their phone Dude. and be like, be oh like my. hey, yo, you want to get a hit a hit a quick uh, league match in the hall? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get a hit of this? Like. Dude, imagine a yeah, oh, right. frick, dude. Oh uh-huh. my goodness. Uh-huh. Imagine 50 years from now what high school kids are right. going to be like right. if football's gone mm-hmm. and they'll be bragging about whole new things. Yeah, right. I, I can't wait. Like eventually you get great. your girl or you get your guy because you're the best in the school at mm-hmm. not football, mm-hmm. but you're the best in school at yeah, League of Legends or Smite. Or Overwatch or like. Smite won't be. <laughs> no, Smite's not going to be here. Uh-huh. Yeah, well. That's super crazy, though. I hope yeah, the development goes in the right direction. And it's yeah. weird how the, all of a sudden mm-hmm. high schools are like, hmm, this could be a thing. Mm-hmm. After. No, yeah, it's this. The, that 13,000 number is kind of shocking to me because I can't. Like, I was really involved at my old high school. Like, that wasn't that long ago with this type of thing. Mm hmm. And getting approval for something like this is a long process, and it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Like, I am shocked that 13,000 schools are actually in line. I don't know that that 13,000 number is is real. Yeah. It might just be 13,000 schools have one kid who went on the website and was like, I want a team. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Which is is also, it could be a possibility. Which, hey, that's still valid. But at the same time, like, the company is literally saying, I I wanted to check out their UI, check out anything. Nothing could not get into any of their systems for 96 million rays. That's pretty sketchy, right? Yeah, like there's a lot of big name people like the San Francisco 49ers invested. Okay, P. Diddy invested. (laughs) Uh, the co founder of Twitch is involved. Okay, all right, right? Like, so a lot of so it's definitely has some big backing. So, hopefully, gonna that's that's great news. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think uh, we'll leave it off with a question to all of you guys if you are in high school, do you have an esports club or do you guys have? Some sort of video game that's you know has its right, own right. some sort of establishment and uh, let us know because mm-hmm. I've heard more than not that people have got shut down but apparently things are going the other direction which is great yeah, hopefully okay continuing the topic of uh, somewhat sketchy things right high school right, esports right. might sketch you out so here's what sketched some people out out there mm-hmm. the possibility of franchised uh, esports leagues. Yeah. So, you know, I'm also sketched out by yeah, that. Yeah, because we've always uh-huh. talked about the esports bubble. We talk about, of course, the most upcoming one, that yeah. being Call of Duty World League mm-hmm. or Call of Duty League. That's mm-hmm. their franchise. We got Overwatch established. We got League right. of Legends established, but we don't know longevity wise if it's a good call for esports or mm-hmm. all, you know, obviously some esports probably attuned to it better than others. Right. And so now uh, the, the question is we actually have. Uh, other games out there speaking out, or at least developers, about, hey, we don't want that. So mm-hmm. Valve has actually made a huge statement with their yeah. last CSGO blog. Again, probably about four to five days late for all of you guys watching right now. But a huge announcement because we actually had in the past uh, few weeks, we had huge franchise or semi, semi-exclusive semi leagues announced for CSGO. Mm-hmm. One was called Blast Premier. The other was ESL Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. They were both announcing several events for some exclusive teams out there to get invites to. They would compete, and there was each league had four-plus million dollars in prize pools. So Mm -hmm. giant announcement for CSGO. Mm -hmm. Now, now just days later, Valve has come out in a huge post, Uh which they addressed several problems. One of the problems they said was, hey, we think exclusivity might be bad for the long term, so... No, we're not going to give you the right to operate our game if you're going to make teams exclusive. Good on Valve. Right? Yo, like, Valve. 
we Make don't him a right we don't call. often say good yeah, job Valve. Honestly, like very rarely. Yeah. That 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 phrase comes out of my mouth about once every decade. Yeah, and they had a they had a really good Dota 2 update this week as well. Mm-hmm. And now this mm-hmm. post, and it, it just makes you wonder, like, okay, hey, good for you. But the question I, I bounce to you, Zan, why do you think someone like Valve can afford then? Because it seems like mm-hmm. for the major esports, people are going towards these franchise buy-in so we can make some money leagues. Right, right. Why can Valve afford to maybe not do that? Or why would they not want this exclusivity. Obviously, Valve has like all the money in the world. They own Steam. They own Dota. Like, don't they own Dota? Yeah, right? yeah, they yeah, run. yeah. Do they? They own CS:GO at this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They operate both. Right. Like so. Not to mention like them taking a cut of like so much other nonsense off of Steam. Like, what is Valve doesn't have to worry about yeah. getting a piece of the pie. And I've heard also the debate as well because they're in the FPS drama, uh, <laughs> FPS scene. Sorry, uh-huh. used to saying drama a lot this week. Um, they're in the FPS scene with really no competition at their level. Right. You have Rainbow not. Six, which is growing for sure, mm. but the, no Still one not even close though. Yeah, and no one's doing what CS:GO does in their mm. game genre. Is what I probably meant to say earlier. And so maybe that's also why they don't need mm. to. Right. Um, and but it's also it's very weird to compare these two outliers or these two big companies in Valve and Blizzard because it seems like Blizzard with over. Overwatch and now Call of Duty, mm-hmm. they're like, yo, let's cash in right now. Yo, to be honest, Blizzard probably doesn't need to either. Yeah, they don't, that's, it's Blizzard, they don't need the money either. They, Blizzard Activision, I feel like people forget. These are some greedy, greedy, greedy these companies. These are a loot box supply like drop capital companies. Capital G greedy. Yeah, like, so it's it's very strange to see. Uh-huh. I, I almost respect Valve even more that we, we say that. Mm. They are waiting out the long-term game. Right. And meanwhile, we have Blizzard, who is really betting on franchises being the big mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, you're going to have a lot of teams and organizations pretty mad at Activision for saying they needed to buy in. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of investors mad, too. Because yeah. imagine, like, all the people who put $25 million potentially. And then if, the it, if it freaking breaks, Zan, you know who's not coming back to esports Win. to invest? <laughs> All of those freaking yeah, people. Right, right. Uh, but either way, a, a mm. short announcement. I, it's very strange, but also very cool to see Valve. There is like ESL, DreamHack, mm. and Blast mm. Pro are, are big organizers. Right. And Valve was like, yeah, we see what you're doing. We like it. You're giving us a lot of money for the scene to grow, but mm. no thanks. Yeah. Let which everyone participate, which I is great. Do, I do actually appreciate I think this is one of my favorite things about esports versus standard sports. For standard sports, like I imagine there's no way somebody could just be like, yeah, we're, we're in charge of everything. Nah. Yeah, but no. But here just Valve can just be like, yeah, but no, though. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's weird. Yeah. They have uh-huh. all of the rights yeah, they have all to the their power. game. You know, mm-hmm. it's rare to see in traditional sports, right. one sole company has all the rights mm-hmm. to one entire sport. <laughs> I don't know if you can... There's a crossover there, but uh, yeah, yeah, respect to you, Val. We'll see what they uh, announce next. And before we jump into our next topic, guys, we need to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsors. First up is Harry's. So why should you try razors from Harry's? Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off and paying for overpriced razors, as most of us all are. Harry's makes quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund. And now with this show's offer, you can refresh your wall and your face with a Harry's trial set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great, and a travel blade to cover and keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Listeners of the podcast can redeem their trial set at harrys.com backslash bluewire. Make sure you go to harrys.com backslash bluewire to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to support the show. 
And next up are our friends over at mybookie.ag. NFL season is here, as I'm sure many of you guys are aware, and the only thing more exciting than watching your fantasy team crush your opponent is having a bet riding on the game. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag to place your bets. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book, so don't forget, when your betting is just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. From parlays that multiply your winnings to the best lines on in-game betting, MyBookie does it all. And if you join now, they'll even double your first deposit. Just use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE to double your first deposit. So visit MyBookie.ag today. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. And now, let's get back to the podcast. All right, Jake. So I know we were just talking about how great Valve is, but... What the heck did you have in store for me? (laughs) But... You were just sitting there the entire time? Yeah, I was like, this is really funny. Because we, we didn't we didn't talk you know about what? our stories beforehand. Before this you week. say it, at yeah. least you said uh, once every decade you compliment Valve and you already got yeah, it out. So, yeah. so are you gonna nail him back I down? Can go right back to saying, like, hey Valve, y'all <sighs> need to fix yourself. I thought we were going somewhere. Yo, and you know, France agrees with me. So actually this story is about the French Federal Union of Consumers who are taking issue with Steam subscriber agreement. They're basically saying that well, on Steam's end the way your game purchases work is technically speaking, every Steam user, uh, like the user license agreement, I believe that, it, that in, it's in that, they agree that all of your games are subscriptions, not licenses. They are, that way, you don't actually own any of your games on Steam. That's currently how it works. Okay. Right? And friends, so when I buy a game on Steam, I don't actually own it? You don't actually own it. You're, just, you're buying a subscription that gives For, you access to that content. Oh, is that what allows uh, developers to ban people then? Or I, I don't think bans work quite the same way because you can still ban someone who has a license if they abuse that license. Okay. But I think this is more to protect Steam in certain ways. Like, for example, if you try to resell your user account or game, Valve can just be like, no. Okay. And this is a huge part of what Fran- the French courts are saying. Like, hey, users should be allowed to resell their games. If they even if they buy them digitally through Steam, mm, that's a I wow, it's very interesting. Wow, yeah, because yeah. you, you can't buy and sell Steam accounts. Yeah, exactly. You get Valve they will, will ban, ban you. you. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Even if you try to resell like even just a game, oh, they will ban you. This is a really interesting topic. Yeah, what the heck? I, uh-huh. I haven't really thought about this like this before. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because it's it's always a, for a lot of games out there mm-hmm. though. For a lot of games mm-hmm. like Fortnite, you can't you can't uh, account share. You can't buy or sell accounts right. for RuneScape. Yeah. You can't real world trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Steam's very different because you're yeah, it's an entire marketplace, and you're buying the game entirely. Uh huh. Well, technically, based on their agreement, you're not. St- you're not buying the game, actually. Yeah, but you, but they, you, did, like, they don't tell you. But that. like France thinks you should yeah. be, like uh-huh. it should be yours. Is no, that yeah, France is saying like, hey, in practice, you're saying it's a subscription, but it's not a subscription; it's a license. So because it's a license, users should be allowed to sell their license. <sighs> You really made my brain really kind of get yeah. there. I was thinking about RuneScape and Fortnite compared <laughs> to Steam now, and it's really kind of like, so are they taking Steam to court about this, or what are they trying yeah, to do? Yeah, they've basically issued a judgment saying like, hey, you guys have, I think they gave them a 30-day time limit. You have to make a change, or they're going to find them half a million euros, I believe it is. Which is That's, nothing. Yeah, it's, yeah. They might they just really, pay this one out to the yeah, French. Honestly, you win. Honestly, rarity. French gonna win the war here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Last time Valve made a big change was uh, in that Australian court case, I believe, about um, game refunds, and Steam walked that back 
to allow people to refund their games a lot easier. Okay. But that was, they were threatening like a $2.4 million yeah. fine. And this might just case. be they don't want to drag it out. Right, uh, right. What, do we know like what the backlash would be though for Steam if they did accept this? Is there anything that would... I mean, there's a... there's a, that would involve... I don't know. That could really ruin the... That could yeah, cause see, a lot of... There's a lot of fear mongering, definitely, of people saying... If this happens, it'll crash the entire digital economy. Because I know because people that buy and sell Steam accounts. Right. They yeah. do so illegally. Uh huh. Uh huh. But they can make a good chunk of change doing so. What mm -hmm. What happens then? Are we going to see it just and all the time? Just because here's mm -hmm. my. I guess I haven't had the chance to think about it, so mm -hmm. it could have more. Right, right. If we were given more time to think about this, all of a sudden we have people bodying Steam accounts mm -hmm. left and right just to mm -hmm. sell for high level accounts. If the, if it's see, but I don't. Is I don't that think, different? I don't think they're the French court doesn't really care about accounts. Honestly, they, they just care, about, care games about games only. Okay. Yeah. So their I think their ruling only really touches the games. Oh, and they also ruled on a couple other things. They're like, Steam, this is all anti-consumer as heck. Y'all need to stop. They were also like, Steam should not lock users' funds in their Steam wallet if somebody decides to leave Steam. Like say Ooh. say tomorrow you decide you don't want to be on Steam anymore. Ooh, and I got I got sixty bucks or I got yeah, two hundred bucks. Yeah. They're saying Steam should have to give you an option to pay that money back into you, whatever bank account you want or whatever. Mm, that's <laughs> tough because yeah, because mm, then uh -huh. not only that that's tough. They dude. were also saying that Valve should be held responsible when anything bad happens to a user because of Steam even if it's not Valve's direct fault, even if it's like, say, you download a, a game in beta, has a virus, Valve should be responsible. Because they're allowing frick. that on their platform. The French are going off. Yeah. This just started with a tiny I'm thing. I'm not even done. Oh my God, what? <laughs> they also said Valve shouldn't have the right to exploit mods and other user-generated content in the way they are. They're not, they didn't outright say you shouldn't be taking a cut, but they're kind of saying you should not have rights to take a cut. Of, uh, of like of mods and user generated content like on the Steam marketplace. <laughs> I don't know, man. This yeah. is getting this is getting wishy washy. It's now. a lot. It's a lot. That's like almost too many different things to talk on for individual points out there. Mm -hmm. uh, if mm -hmm. we just keep it simple, to the to the, I I understand why you'd yeah. want the first point of games, uh, the, the uh, license agreement, but. Mm -hmm. Everything else, there it just, it's a lot of debates. That's a lot of talk about right, before right. that Valve probably knows a lot more than we do about. I, I mean, I would hope they do. Yeah. They have uh, they have the thirty days to. Uh, I think they can appeal the decision. Maybe they will. Uh, they they probably will. I feel like they have to, especially with the Steam Wallet stuff. Yeah, you can't just let people. Well, I mean, why, why why couldn't you? Because all of a sudden, then I, I feel like it would lead to some sort of not even laundering, but transfer mm. of monies to a, a giant. Let's say my buddy right. does not want to leave Steam, right. but he has a bunch of items he wants to cash out. Mm -hmm. He sends to my brand new Steam account. Mm. I sell them on the market, and then I want to leave Steam on my account. You see what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I don't exactly see what so, the problem would be with that. Because what? If, yeah. Because then all of a sudden you're real. You're real world trading. Like my buddy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get get you on that point, right? Obviously, we can't allow straight real world trading, but Steam could just circumvent that by saying like, hey, yeah, if you're trading in game currency, that's a separate thing. That's completely separate from actual money. But then all of a sudden, what about everyone who has Steam wallet balances that have used the market and 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 done? Well, and I I think they're only. Their only recourse, I would imagine Steam has some way to track how you're spending your money exactly. They probably do. Okay, them yeah. having a way to do it and them actually doing it? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm saying, I think they could do it. I don't know that they will, yeah. but they probably could just say, hey, all this money is coming from games. This is money the person actually put into their account. We'll separate the two. We'll say, oh, hey, this is your Steam bucks or whatever. 
X amount of Steam bucks is worth X amount of dollars only on Steam. That's all from in-game stuff. Your Steam wallet is your actual money. Yeah. You know, just separate the two. We'll have to see how this one goes. I'm uh, sure it'll be quite some time until we actually know developments well, of I mean, it. 30 days. Yeah, that's, and then some time. We'll see. Yeah, probably, I think we'll probably know within 30 days, honestly, one and way or another. And we'll see if Valve can keep uh, up their good responses. Yeah. Because this one's a heck of one. Yeah, honestly, they, 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 they do seem like they're paying attention more. Lately, this year anyway. Don't let us down. I don't know if there's a right answer, to be honest. Yeah, there probably isn't. It's all very complicated. Yeah. But it's interesting to see it happening. For sure. All right, Zan, closing story. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about Twitch over the past few weeks, man. Favorite website on the <sighs> internet. It does. Just it, the classiest people. It really makes you curious how a platform <laughs> like this has uh, actually become the titan they are. Um, latest, I think, reports say they have like 75% of the streaming world. The stream market, yeah. yeah, they have the control and power over there, and it does continue. Their subjective bans just push me to a point where I don't even know how to respond to most of them. Mm. It's like, you know, every time we make videos about it, they do well, people agree, uh-huh. and people are all generally on the same standpoint about this kind of stuff, right, but nothing's right. ever done. And I'm going to talk about not even the Chun Li story. Uh-huh. I probably mispronounced it anyway. Did, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> didn't even go into that one. Jake doesn't play Street Fighter. Don't get mad yeah, at him. So if anyone knows that story, <laughs> yeah. um, another I would say wrongful ban or suspension, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. This one though is actually around the Gen G streamer, Overwatch streamer known as Fariha. Mm-hmm. She actually was streaming in her gym clothes. Um, if you guys did not hear about this, she was wearing, I believe it's called a halter top. Mm-hmm. Something to cover her shoulders, and mm-hmm. she was wearing, uh, not even a, a revealing at all, uh, sports bra, and again, covering shoulders, showing a tiny bit of her stomach in her gym clothes. And she was mm-hmm. given 90-day probation. She was also limited in the services she could use on the platform. Mm-hmm. And literally in the email, they said, use this as a warning. And so what kind of made me mad is obviously uh, she wasn't banned, but she yeah. was put on 90 days probation. Uh-huh. And during that time, That's kind of ridiculous. During that time, you're watched over even more eagle-eyed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just blows my mind because we literally have, and I, again, I do not mean to offend people by this, but we have several streamers, both male and especially female as well. I'm sure you guys know this, mm-hmm. that use that platform for an audience where they can reveal more than your typical streamer. I think it's a right. fair way to put it. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Amaranth is certainly a girl. <laughs> who has a she has a motion she has certainly there is an art an audience she is targeting there's uh-huh, an uh-huh. objective she is trying to accomplish on her streams just to just to make sex some context we can't look up of amaranth in the office we're not allowed to Google we literally amaranth. have to go in a separate room and close the door because if we just try to look up i try to make a thumbnail or something i just type in amaranth that's it's all you get all do. borderline you even, in sfw you can even type in yeah. amaranth uh-huh. stream mm-hmm. on google and mm-hmm. watch out don't have your parents around that's allowed on the platform every single yeah. day. Yeah. And but no, but mm-hmm. and again, I don't mean to get too pissed off. But when it comes in the gaming scene, we gotta yeah. defend it's our just people. Like, it's honestly, it's it's getting to the point where I feel like Twitch is just leaning into it. Like it, we yeah, jumped, like, we jumped the shark like three of these ago, and they're just jabbing at everybody now, and they're <laughs> uh-huh. trying to trigger us, and it's yeah. worked out. Yeah. So Amaranth can do that every single day. Again, you mm-hmm. Google it yourselves, guys. Mm-hmm. Is streaming in much worse, much more revealing than Freeha was. Mm-hmm. Freeha does it once. She is not known at all to be doing mm-hmm. a, to be a revealing streamer. She's an Overwatch streamer for Gen G. Very appropriate, very respectable right, in the right. things she wears. Very professional. Yes, yeah. and one time uh-huh. she does it, she gets caught and put on ninety days probation. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, Amaranth to get a to get I believe a two or three day ban mm-hmm. to get that ban. She had to roll around on the floor and reveal a private part of her body. And finally, Twitch had to react because she uh-huh. had 
I, I don't even, dude. I don't know where to go. Where to yeah, take this? Yeah, and not even the target amaranth too much. That is happens. There is so there are many. Other ones. You can you can find so many problematic Twitch streams where like it, heck. Who knows if they're even really problematic? It's a problem because Twitch is saying, hey, it's okay if they do it, but it's not okay if everybody else does it. Yes, and, and it's it, like, they're right. there is the uh, direct problem right there. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's much, much more than Amaranth. She's just a very obvious example because yeah, course, she yeah. shows so much on stream mm-hmm. compared so to Fariha. She's ridiculous about it. And yeah. she's very open about it, you mm-hmm. know, right? Mm-hmm. You know, props to her. She right, yeah. obviously is not scared. She doesn't receive warnings, though. And, and mm-hmm. when it comes to bans, it, it takes a lot to actually get her bans. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, at this point, it's just so blatantly obvious and easy to complain about. It's, it's almost like we need bigger stories to actually talk about Twitch nowadays. Well, um, I mean, not going to lie, part of why I got a, a little bit more sketched out by that Play Versus thing, by hearing the Twitch co-founder was involved. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. At, at this point, you Twitch know, is really poisoning their well. Like, I, I have so little faith. And, like, I see Twitch's name on something. I feel like, oh, let me walk the other direction. It makes you question because yeah. if they operate like this on this mm-hmm. platform, mm-hmm. and yes – they have done so much for gaming, so much for yeah, esports. Definitely. They own the market. Definitely. But it's it's so surprising that we and we've talked about Huya. We've talked mm-hmm. about you know Mixer not really doing their thing. But this is the time to come into the market and actually truly treat people the way they should be yeah, treated. Definitely. And that sounds so cliche and so middle school like. But if someone does it right and they uh-huh. have the viewership, mm-hmm. Twitch is done. See, that's honestly that's why I feel so much more confident about Huya, because Tencent Tencent knows how to make money. Yeah. If nothing else. And Tencent will just be like, hey, here's our list of rules. We follow these rules. Everybody follows the rules. And even just that, I would immediately yes. say, like, yeah, I'll follow watch your rule book yeah. and you're already doing a better job than yeah. Twitch. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm sure I'll be back here next week complaining about Twitch bans, guys. <laughs> but um, shouts to you, Fariha. Uh, mm. One comedic thing the next day after she was given her probation, uh, she had her title of her stream say, They can't ban me if they can't see my body. And she just had a hologram of her head uh-huh. playing while she was streaming. So shouts to her. We'll see if Twitch gets any better, man. All right. So, kind of in the same vein as that uh, Play Versus story from earlier. Mm, pardon me. We have another doctor. I burped the same time you did. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Right. I'm glad we're not wearing the same shirt. Yeah, like <laughs> that'd be bad. <laughs> like, okay, so we have this doctor Rohit Agarwal, right, saying that gaming injuries are essentially the same as basketball players, like because they can get bad. They can get real bad, apparently. What's his name again? Uh, Rohit Agarwal. I okay. might be mispronouncing that. I'm sorry if I am. I try, so that's I'm, what I'm we're trying to start up. You you make some bold statements here on the show, Zan. <laughs> Basketball, yeah, I try to keep it spicy. <laughs> esports injuries can be yeah. as bad as basketball ones. Yeah, Hit this guy is a, why. He's a senior accident and emergency doctor. Okay. Couldn't find out which hotel, or not hotel. <laughs> In a way, hospitals are hotels, you know? <laughs> you ever show up to a hotel and, have, and all of a sudden a doctor pops out? Well, I mean, there are there are places in town here where you can get an IV drip, so oh shout out Vegas. In a um, way, hospitals are hotels. <laughs> <laughs> you're I not mean, wrong. If so you really, like, if you really think about it, like oh my god, like, you're actually right. <laughs> when you think about it, you're just staying over the night for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, right, right. But um, anyway, he says uh, this is a quote from him: "The strain being placed on wrist, lower arms, and almost every muscle and bone in the neck and back from playing for hours in a bad posture position is not unlike the physical strain the body would suffer during a high impact sport." That made me straighten my back. <laughs> yeah, right. You read something like that, and you're like, hmm. Instantly just, yep. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he has a point. Yeah. Apparently, he had a patient come into the ER in such bad pain that homie was screaming, like, <laughs> like honestly, like his, and Rohit. Please tell me he wasn't Rohit, coming from a gaming session. He was. <laughs> Rohit, Rohit did an initial examination, and he said he thought that person had been uh, suffering 
He thought he'd been in a road traffic accident. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was what was that this bad. guy doing on his PC? Apparently, he was playing computer games for 10 hours straight. <laughs> like, at what point, probably though? Like, probably, like, just like this. At what point, though, like, <laughs> during his gaming session, did he just start screaming, like, like, ah! and then all of a sudden, I gotta go to the hospital hotel. And all the way there, he's just yelling in yeah, pain. Yeah, right. Like, at what point do you realize that the pain you're going, and all of a sudden, mm. then you start yelling? Like, he's got a, oh man, that's just, oh, what the No, man? yeah, that's such like a rough situation to be in. Was he actually screaming on his way in? Apparently, yeah, according to Rohit, yeah, he was just Sounds like a drama queen over there. Well, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently eye fatigue is the most common complaint, which I feel like is most likely to affect actual normal people who aren't sitting in terrible, terrible posture for 10 hours straight. Sorry, did they name the guy that was they didn't, in? They did not name the guy. I mean, so I, don't, was, I don't think they could. Okay, yeah. yeah Doctor-patient confidentiality. Ten-hour gaming session. An hour. He comes in. This doctor's yeah. like, I thought you were in a freaking roadside accident. <laughs> right, yeah. What kind of shape Honest, were his hands in? Was he just, like, what, refusing to be examined? Just, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't get where, how we get to this point. Who knows? T to be honest, the dude was probably lying about it being 10 hours. He was probably embarrassed. It was probably closer to like 20, 24, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, um, 10? <laughs> right. Just bloodshot eyes, yeah. just wrist won't yeah. move. Not, not, to down <laughs> not to downplay how impactful this probably actually could be for people. But at the same time, like, you know, just game in moderation. I think both of us have blue light glasses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. Get up every once in a while. People tell you, hydrate, mm. get up every once in a mm. while, move around. Yeah, yeah. Did that, they, they give him, like, uh, you know, afterwards, did they tell, like, what? what dude, he, dude didn't go into detail about that. He, he was just like, yeah, this happened. It was real bad. <laughs> this might be and a one-off, folks. Yeah, I mean, he's saying he's seen it, like, other times, too. Yeah. He just had this, this one moment, which was, like, really, really bad. And it, honestly... He said warming up before competing in esports should be taken as seriously as it should be hey, in other fair sports. Enough. Fair play to him. Well, yeah, he's like, hey, stretch your back, stretch your arms, stretch your hands. I'm just imagining, rest like, your eyes. what if all of a sudden this comes like an <laughs> epidemic where, like, uh -huh. like everyone uh -huh. after 10 hours just starts screaming. Like, you can't stop. <laughs> Rohit's just getting a bunch of patients just after 10 hours. Just <laughs> um, but, I mean, I think I'm more interested. <laughs> I'm more interested in the long-term effects. Right, yeah, definitely. I think that's where we're seeing a lot of the uh, – the current problems because he was seeing saying they've noticed an uptick in complaints about insomnia and whenever they track those back to the source they say hey Another these are people point. who've been looking at screens for too long and basically what looking at a blue blue light screen it i think it suppresses the melatonin that your body releases which you need to sleep properly and that causes that can cause insomnia yeah. So really messes with people. And we do see esports pro players have injuries. Mm. So I right, yeah. and we haven't I don't think we've been established in video games as like mm. actual esports, like people going hard for eight to ten hours a day, right. if not longer, right. long enough. I think I think a lot of pros do, but they probably aren't being vocal about hey, yeah, and they're not I mess my wrist up. Yeah. yeah. Like I've only uh -huh. seen probably uh, two handfuls worth of like serious pro mm -hmm. injuries. Right, right. And so I, I'm very interested where we'll be 10 years from now where people are like, oh yeah, your necks are 30 degrees slanted uh -huh, now if uh -huh. you're a gamer or your wrists are way weaker. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a very interesting topic. So mm. I'm glad we brought it up. You know, speaking of speaking of wrists specifically, I actually, I know a couple people, not eSports players at all, who played Kid Icarus for the Nintendo DS whose wrists are now actually damaged because they spent so much, spent so much time Jesus doing that. Jesus Christ, we're going like, to get made fun that, of. That game was so bad. Oh, to be fair, that game was bad. It was built poorly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you had to like use like a claw to play it or something. And people did. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter and how they did, and, and now, they wouldn't stop. And now their wrists are like, actually like 
We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, next time we talk about this, we'll, uh, it'll be a. Uh, I don't know if we need to. Yeah. We'll both be in like uh, back bases. <laughs> How long you game for, Zan? Yeah. Oh, uh, ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> no, it was only five. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, though, is, is that all we got for? Yeah, that's all we got for the for the week, you know. Oh, my goodness gracious. Another yeah, podcast down. Yeah. Uh, you got any announcements to make there, though, Xander? Uh, you know, just the standard housekeeping stuff, you know. As always, don't forget, if you want to listen to us, uh, the Esports Rewind on the go, we are now part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. That is Prediction with two E's, P-R-E-E-B-I-C-T-I-O-N. Right, nice you know? spelling, dude. Hey, you know. So pretty much, if you guys want to listen to us on the go on iTunes or Spotify, we're yeah. now on there. So a uh, pretty cool way to actually get us, you know, just audio level. We right, know we're right. probably annoying <laughs> with face. Uh-huh, so if uh-huh. you want us just audio, hello and welcome. Uh, we just wanted to kind of... Uh, <laughs> I have uh, to start doing some ASMR <laughs> for the rest of our podcast. <laughs> a great way to get out there more for all of us and uh-huh. uh, kind of spread the esports news on other platforms. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, you know what? As always, uh, for all of your daily esports gaming news... Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Esports Talk. We got a website, esportstalk.com. Uh, keep up to date with everything we're doing at our Twitter, talk underscore esports. Yeah. Trust, we'll get the actual Esports Talk Twitter account one day. And, uh, you know, we're our DMs are open, so if you have a story to share, you have a question to Good ask, one, yes. anything at all, just send us a message on Twitter. I, I literally spend all – I have a tweet deck window open. I check all of our messages. I try to get to them all. We get a lot of messages. I can't respond to them all. And we, we actually try. got a couple stories from you guys last week. So yeah. we greatly appreciate mm-hmm. you guys reaching out. Yeah. And um, with that, that's episode number 19. Thank you all for listening. As always, my name is Jake. This is Zan. We're going to tank our cans uh, if you guys, for all you audio <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> and uh, thank you all for watching. We'll see you guys back here next time. <laughs>